Oh my God. Hi, it's me, Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because it is the one that we feel that we are more right about than anyone else. And we're all correct. Uh, to this end, Troubled Waters pits a pair of entertainers against one another in a pop culture battle to the ego death. Now to win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they wish that they had said in the moment to earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on, let's say, who they think murdered Sonic the Hedgehog more weight than a civilian's. And by the way, this is how I learned that Sonic the Hedgehog had been murdered. I guess we'll get into that. You're listening. This is the first I'm hearing of it. I know, I know, <laughs> but I haven't introduced you yet, so hang on. All right, you're listening to Troubled Waters. All right, now let's meet our guests. Jeez. All right. Our first contestant is a comic and his special was directed by Nate Bargazzi. It's The Salesman. It is out on April 21st. He is in my actual hometown of Kirkwood, a suburb of St. Louis. It's Greg Warren. Hi, guys. Happy Greg, to be here. I'm great. I'm great. Yeah, thanks. Uh, this, is, uh, this is exciting. I, I, I wasn't aware Sonic the Hedgehog had uh, been murdered, and you're going to have to give me a little time, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think we all of... really need to catch our breath. But yeah, no, I, I don't exactly know what the story is, and maybe I'll find out before this show is over, and maybe I won't. I, I do know this. Whether I find out or not, I'm going to forget before this show is over. Sonic the Hedgehog is not real. Uh, Greg, I'll tell you, if I, if I do poorly here, mm -hmm. it's because of I'm upset about the, the hedgehog. That's... Yeah, I get it. Uh, how is the life of a comedian in St. Louis, Missouri, in suburban St. Louis, Missouri, no less? Uh, it's outstanding. Yeah, I, I I, it's always sort of been home to me. I um, yeah. lived in New York for a while, lived in L.A. for a while, and I uh, uh -huh. I like it here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can like, funny. we had a lot um, of funny people from St. Louis. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there are like fourteen people who. Uh, don't, you know, put on a tie and work in a bank. So it's like you you can like you can be, you know, there there's like it's difficult to be bohemian, but those yeah. who have achieved it have really have really done something magical. You have Man, it's framed photographs <laughs> behind you galore. I see yeah. Warren Zevon. I see maybe Leslie Ann Warren. Who's yes. who all is behind you? Well, these are all different Warrens. That's uh Warren Sapp, I uh, see. Warren Moon, uh two football players uh Warren G. Harding. Warren G. Harding. Um, of course, Chief Warren Justice Zivon Earl Justice Warren? Earl Warren. Yeah. I'll be uh, Warren Beatty is there. Um, and then that's uh, the the uh, movie poster for War and Peace. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> and then that's good uh, stuff. Uh, Warren Haynes. Uh, is, is that the Warren Haynes? Mm, okay. Uh, okay. Is, is Very good. Me. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Love it. Greg Warren, thank you so much for being here. Uh, oh, you're welcome, get some, man. Get some toasted ravioli in my honor later today. Absolutely. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, our second contestant is a performer whose solo musical show, Sex Witch the Musical, will debut soon. Yes. It's Maggie Lally. Hello, hey, Maggie. How are thanks you? Thanks for having me. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for being here. Now, yeah. I don't want to neglect uh, the fact that you are in Queens right now, which is equally <laughs> special. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes, I'm in mm -hmm. Queens, live in New York. I'm actually Whereabouts? from New York. Where, where in Queens? I live in Astoria. Lovely. Big hey, fan. You live in Astoria? Thanks. Yeah. It's. I lived there for a couple of years. I liked it. It's the best. Yeah. So I'm right by QED. I don't know if you were at QED. Sure. Yeah, QED is the best. So I live right by there, and I'm actually from New York originally. I grew up in Harlem. People are shocked. <laughs> yes. Wow. So. Okay. Yep, and I'm I'm from there. My mom is still there. My my brothers are all over. But yes, my musical is about my time as a teen witch, and it's a comedy, and it's a teen uh, witch. Yeah, and um, it's a uh, it's a comedy. It's a musical, and uh, it's going to be running for three weeks at Soho Playhouse, and starting on April nineteenth. I love 
love it. I love a teen witch. You guys there. Wow. Maybe not Greg. Um, guys. <laughs> I feel like... Yeah. I'm going to be in the city next week. So maybe I'll, oh, maybe, maybe I can uh, check come. that out. Oh, I would yeah. be honored. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm there a ton. Yes. I would love to be there. Um, okay. So I am not from Astoria, Queens, but here's my Astoria, Queens story so that you don't oh. feel left out. Uh, here's my connection to Astoria, Queens. In the mid-90s, when I was still working in advertising, I dated an amateur boxer who lived in Astoria, Queens. Oh. And I took him as my date to the U.S. Open, the uh, the, the tennis match, um, because I was Citizen Watches was one of my accounts, and they, they were a big sponsor. And we were asked to leave because um, because all through the tennis match, the very quiet tennis match, he was like, duh, 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 duh. I mean, and, and I was like, um, dude, could you, could you stop? And he and he would stop for a second, and then he would get back into it. He was just too wow into it. Was was it his first time at, at a at a tennis at the Out, Open? First time outside of a boxing gym, for yes. sure, for sure, yes, totally. Yeah. I also feel like yeah. the U.S. Open is like the most chill event ever, right? It I mean, is. it's exciting, but you're kind of like you can like kind of get high and mosey mm-hmm. around, and 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 everyone's yeah. like not talking. It's like very yeah. quiet. I feel like it is very. Right? You do want to modulate your voice? It's unusual. In, it's, in, seems in weird. That. I've never as, been, but I really want to. I really want to take an edible and go to the U.S. Open. That's great. Yeah, great. I always felt when I was there, you know, I I thought, okay, it's this is a. I'm used to going to Cardinal games in, in St. Louis and right. uh, and Bush Stadium. And, uh, you know, I thought, well, this is an upper crust type type of event, an upper uh, upper class of people when I was at the U.S. Open. And it is for the most part. But there is every match, there's one or two guys that's like, yeah, get him, get him. Or like, yep. like, like, yep. like, there, oh, yeah. There's a little bit of hillbilly that makes its way to the U.S. Open every time. Always, always, yeah. always. And God bless him. All right, Maggie, Greg, thank you so much for being here. Uh, listener, you have now met our players, and it is time for all of us to see who has the better grasp of what really matters this week, pop culturally speaking. If you are ready, players, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or tragically overlooked story, person, event, whatever, of the last week or two. Greg, we'll start with you. Well, yeah, I, I, I saw this story. Apparently there's a, a production of uh, the hit movie, one of my favorites, The Bodyguard, with Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. uh, that played over in uh, the UK. And uh, I don't know, a riot broke out because um, the, the the crowd was singing along uh, to a lot of the songs, especially I, I, I Will Always Love You, mm-hmm. uh, is when, it, when everything really, really reached its height. And they, uh, the, the, the cops had to come in because these people were being inappropriate and uh, not letting uh, the lead actress, uh, a girl from Pussycat Dolls, sing the song. And the, the, a lot of the people, the fans, were getting mad because they wanted to hear her sing the song and not the crowd. Sort of like the people I was describing at yeah. Bush Stadium or, uh, you know, the U.S. Open. Sure. And uh, so so they, they shut it down. It was a, a horrible thing. And, I mean, I just want to say it's a powerful song. It's yes. a it's a it's a powerful yes. movie. You know, you're gonna throw these people out because they were moved. I, I mean, when I saw it in the theater, I sang, and not only did I sang, I tried to protect I, a couple of girls. I just sure. became a bodyguard. I was so moved and excited by this thing. It will and they're gonna you. Yeah, the, the, it's a powerful song. Okay, it absolutely um, is. And here's the quote from some some person that was mad at these people said if, if they're gonna carry on like this they can just stay at home with their bucky bottle and listen to whitney here's the thing i don't know what a bucky bottle is it's a uk thing yeah but it sounds great it, it sounds like sound a good, good time i'd yeah. like to get a bucky bottle and watch whitney t- tonight i you know i don't think that's an insult not at all Get you a Bucky bottle. Go get down to uh, you know um, the the wine and cheese store in Clayton and get yes. you a Bucky bottle. I, I don't it's know if they're going to have a Bucky personal, bottle. But. Uh, St. Louis local <laughs> reference. So I'm uh, standing up for bottle. these people. I, I I just I think it's it's certainly not the angle of the story that uh, the the publication that wrote it. They were kind of coming down on the mm-hmm. you know the trash, but I'm yeah. taking their side. I, I me could too. Not agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. Thanks, I, it's, a, it's a fine line. It's a fine line in this day and age. In the in the age of the jukebox musical, 
you know, because you go see the Cher show on Broadway, which I have done. They encourage yeah. you to like dance in the aisles and to sing along. You see Mamma Mia, certainly on Broadway. It's like all bets are off. Do ecstasy and and go to a Broadway show. You know what I mean? Like it's it is a super mm-hmm. fine line, and and the songs from that musical are extremely recognizable. It's uh, if they don't want you to sing, they need to make that very clear up front, like they do with the cell phone announcement and the "Don't do the candy wrappers too loud" and all that. Right? I did. I'd advise these people uh, not to come to a Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. showing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you said when it, they start it was in the rice, UK. They're not going to know how to handle it. Right? You know? Yeah. This was in the UK? This happened? This was in the UK. This, in the that's because British audiences, they're so uptight, you know? You they're can't, you can't have fun fussier. when you're watching a show. Well, I remember when mm-hmm. I was in London just for like a couple weeks, saw a couple shows. Everyone's so uptight watching even, even musicals at the West End. And I feel like in New York, if you go to like Moulin Rouge, everyone's on shrooms. Maybe I'm just talking, mm-hmm. speaking of personal experience being on shrooms, watching Moulin mm-hmm. Rouge. But everyone's singing along, everyone's dancing, everyone's on drugs, and it's fun. So, I, yeah, very uptight. And Whitney would yeah. be proud of those people, so. Please. Yeah. Can't keep Whitney down. Uh, okay. All right. I love it. I love that story, and I love your viewpoint. Uh, Thanks, Maggie, guys. how about you? Okay, I have this weird story. This is about Nick Lachey. Are you guys familiar with Nick Lachey, the, the oh, host of Love is Blind? Yeah, so, Cincinnati guy. Yeah. <laughs> is he? No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is and, he? I mean, you're, you, he's was from 98 Degrees. You know that, of, right? Were you glossing over that? Or did you not know? I mean, I know he's from 98 Degrees. I okay. know him as, okay. as 98 Degrees and Jessica Simpson's ex-husband, of course. Mm-hmm. But then I also think of him now as, as the annoying host of Love is Blind. And um, this was super overlooked because I think he's really, he's in the news now. But apparently he assaulted a photographer uh, like last week or something and then now has to do anger management classes. And apparently he was like drunk and like slapped a photographer who was going after him. And now he's like sentenced to, to going to a, a long anger management course. And uh, it's terrible. Oh boy. Okay. Hey, can I ask you a, a clarifying question here? Sure. Was there any chance Nick was uh, attending a showing of uh, the hit musical The Bodyguard, <laughs> the bodyguard. when this went down? Because it's, it it's an emotional been. thing. People <laughs> react to it differently is all I'm saying. Yeah, you know? this might have been. Yeah, I know. The stories are intertwined. It's probably, probably the same night. Okay. okay. Yeah, okay. so that's my little overlooked story. This week, it is The Voice versus The Fist. It's Whitney Houston versus Nick Lachey. Whitney and Nick are your buzz-in words. Keep them at the ready as you move forward. Okay? Are we ready? Yeah. Let's freaking go. You will not need your buzz-in words, which again are Whitney and Nick, uh, in our uh, round one because we will be going to you in turn. We're starting this show with something that we like to call higher or lower. Now, people have been grumbling about this Super Mario Brothers movie and Chris Pratt's voice and the fact that Mario does not look uh, like he has a butt, like he is not, like he's been avoiding the squat rack. Anyway, people are all up in arms about it. Uh, but now the movie is out. It has gotten, let us say, mixed reviews. How does the film, however, compare to other video game movies from across the years? This is how we're going to find out. I'm going to give you a bunch of video game movie titles, and I want you to tell me whether each one's Rotten Tomatoes score, critic score, was higher or lower than the one before. So we will okay. start pretty much right down the middle with the Super with the Super Mario Brothers movie, which has 59% on Rotten Tomatoes. Greg Warren, is the 1993 live-action Super Mario Brothers higher or lower than 59 it's uh, it's higher. You think higher? You think higher? Yeah. Okay. This is uh, this is Bob Hoskins, right? This is uh, was it Bob Hoskins? This is Bob Hoskins. This is John Leguizamo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm afraid I don't think Leguizamo's done anything with uh, lower than seventy ever. Well, guess what? Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Twenty nine percent. What? Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yes, twenty nine percent for the original. <laughs> And much beloved by, I guess, somebody, Super Mario Brothers movie. 29%. Okay, so Maggie, we go to you. The original 2001 Lara Croft Tomb Raider movie starring Angelina Jolie, higher or lower than 29? Oh, it's got to be higher. It's got to be, like, really high. 
Guess what? It, it has to really not be. It's 20%. It's lower. Oh, God, 20%. I at least <laughs> she's nope. hot. I don't know. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. People had a real bee in their bonnet about uh, about Lara Croft Tomb Raider back in 2001. That was a difficult year. Uh, number three, back to you, Greg Warren. It's sequel, the sequel to Lara Croft Tomb Raider, Lara Croft Tim, Tomb Raider, Come The on, Cradle man. of Life. Higher or lower than 20? No, it, I, I'd, I think that one got like a 27. Higher. Wow. Okay. Now, finally, finally, Greg is showing up for the game. It got 24, a 24% oh. Rotten Tomatoes yeah. critics score. Uh, Maggie Lally. Not going to scoreless. You. I'm not, not going to get no, shut no, out. No, this you thing. Are, no one can take this point away. On from the me. board. I actually can, but I probably won't. <laughs> uh, Maggie, back to you. 2020's Sonic the Hedgehog, higher or lower than 24%? Man, in 2020? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to guess higher again because some one of these has to be. I'm going to okay. say higher. It is, in fact, higher. And guess how much higher? It was 60. It got a 64%. Oh, not terrible. This is, That's a good. Yeah. This is like this a is passage incredible. to India. This is the last emperor. This is uh, <laughs> this is crash. This is beloved. Uh, Greg Warren, back to you. Sonic the Hedgehog 2, higher or lower than 64%? Lower. Oh, I'm afraid it was higher. In what? fact. In fact, what? it got the magic Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 69%. Maggie no Lally. way, man. Oh, it was yeah. like, uh, I yeah, think yeah. that's the only sequel that, I mean, Godfather 2 was good, but, it, uh, oh man. Yeah, Raiders, like uh, Empire Strikes Back. It's 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 somewhere in there. It's somewhere in there. Yeah, it did okay. slightly better than the one before. Maggie Lally, how about the 2019 Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie starring Pikachu and Ryan Reynolds? Higher or lower than 69%? Ooh, higher. Ooh, just barely lower, 68%. Oh, come Man, that's on. not even fair, Maggie. That's not really, thank you, Greg. It's not even really fair. fair. It's really not. Yeah, well, um, oh, I should have gone over this in the rules. None of this is fair. Uh, Greg Warren, back to you. 1995's Mortal Kombat movie, higher or lower than 68? Mortal Kombat. Uh, 1995. Is that an animated film? I don't think so. Live action? No, I don't think so. I believe it's like they're going to, they're going to, no, they panned it. It's too much violence. It's, uh, I, I say it's lower. It is 45% Rotten Tomatoes yeah. score for the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie starring who would we have cast in this in 19, maybe like a Kevin Sorbo, maybe like a, um, uh, oh God, uh, it's one of the sisters from Sisters. I don't know. Uh, okay, uh, back to you, Maggie Lally. To wrap us up, 2018's Rampage movie starring Dwayne Johnson and some big CGI animals. Higher or lower than 45%? Ooh, uh, I'm going to say it's higher, but barely. I'm, th- I'm going to say like 52. Right. Oh, my God, 51. You're oh, so close. No. Wow. So close. Damn. Um, do I get an extra should. point? Extra do I get an extra point? You really for, should. For, you really should. I really no, should. Listen, After being really screwed should. on that last 68% one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I deserve okay. another All point. Right. Listen, I don't need a lecture from you on how to score this game. Okay, May? I really don't. <laughs> okay. I mean, I thought she made some good points. I'll, I'll stick up for her. Not Sorry. Today. Greg, I, I won't take it from you either. Hometown or no hometown. <laughs> I don't care. Ted Drew's frozen yogurt or no Ted Drew's frozen yogurt. Yeah, or whatever the man, one is by the train station, whatever that one's called. I would have sent you some, man. It's now Clementines. They changed Clementines. it to Clementines. It's awful Clementines. good. Clementines is pretty good. Clementines yeah. is pretty solid. All right, you guys are tied at two points apiece. Whitney Houston and Nick Lachey evenly matched, as always. Uh, okay, it is now time <laughs> for a round we are call- calling Marvel Snap or Marvel Crap. Marvel Snap, what is it? Well, I'll tell you. Um, it, it, this is what it is uh, as per the Marvel Snap website. Marvel Snap unleashes the complete Marvel multiverse into a fast-paced, adrenaline-pumping, strategic card battler. Um, It's so much better. Okay, listen, I play it, and it's so much better than any other game I've ever played. Chess, better. Pickleball, better. Uh, It has all the well-known Marvel characters appearing in card form. I could not care less about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and yet I am hooked on this game. I love it so much. So here's the thing. If you play it, as I do, every single day, uh, you come across a lot of less well-known characters in the Marvel world, the Marvel comics world. So in this round, I'm going to give you the name 
and a brief description of a character appearing in Marvel Snap. You tell me if it's a real one or if we've made it up. If it's real, you say Marvel Snap. If it's fake, say Marvel Crap, and you will need your buzz in words, which again are Whitney or Nick. Okay, number one, Blob, a mutant whose power is being immobile. Whitney. Yes. Yeah, he, he's, he's Snap. He's real. He is absolutely real. Uh, he's an adversary of the X-Men. He's a bully. He's a member of the Brotherhood of Mutants. I don't like to play him because he's kind of boring. Okay, number two. Absorbing man, a being who absorbs the property of any material he touches. Nick. Yes, Maggie? I'm going to say Marvel crap. Oh, there no. is no absorbing no, man. No, no, There is, too, an absorbing man. I like to play him after I've played um, uh, Ironheart because then he is, takes up that power. And then you get everyone else gets an extra point. So you get an I, if you, you get play, if you heart. do this on Wong, then everyone gets like two points. It's amazing. It's amazing stuff. He is real. He was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. What did you say, Greg Warren? Well, I just, no, I was just reiterating what you're saying. Okay. So if you, if if he absorbs yeah. Iron Man, then you then you have Iron Man. Yeah. Iron well, you Head, have two sorry. Iron yeah. Iron Men's. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Number three. Damn. Trag, a mutant caveman who can communicate with mountains and bid them to move. Whitney. Yes, Greg. That's Marvel crap. That is Marvel crap. Fully made that up. Good on ya. Number four, Armor, a Japanese mutant who can create a very strong psychic exoskeleton. Nick. Yes, Uh, I'm going to say Marvel Snap. Real? Snap is absolutely correct. She's a she. She first appeared in Astonishing X-Men Volume 3. And when you play her in Marvel Snap, then none of your cards can be destroyed. Uh, okay. Uh, but only at that location. Okay. So let's, okay. Anyway. Uh, number five. <laughs> Jess, Jess, the baby land shark. Essentially a shark with legs. Nick. Yes, Maggie. Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap is absolutely right. Ah, Jess is real. Yes. Jess is real. Jess first appeared in West Coast Avengers, adopted by Gwen Poole. And uh, yeah, we're getting a lot of Jess this month because the um, the it's uh, animals assemble month. I'm not I'm not as wild about this month anyway. Number six, just Susan, a receptionist for an organization of supervillains. She's very efficient. She's very good at organizing. Whitney, things. yes. M- Marvel snap. No, Marvel crap. We made that up. Oh. We made that up. <laughs> Are you Ladies sure? Are good. I'm positive. <laughs> I wish she was real. She's. I mean, don't we all? <laughs> I mean, efficiency, like organization. That's like honestly, that would be if there was somebody who was like super Love organized that. and good at time management. That would be my favorite superhero of all time. Wait, what was I would the, her fake name again? Person's, just Susan. Uh, her fake name just was just Susan. Susan. Just Susan. I love it. I love Susan. She's God, Marvel Snap Susan. in my mind. Man, Absolutely. I think I was getting that yes. uh, mixed up with suddenly Susan. Suddenly <laughs> Susan. <laughs> Yeah, I can't wait for the Suddenly Susan uh, interactive card game. That's going to be amazing. Play play Kathy Griffin. Play Nestor Carbonell. Uh, okay, number seven. Bomp the Stomp, a creature with huge feet, 20 times the size of the rest of her body. Nick. Yes, Maggie. Marvel crap. Marvel crap. We don't want that. Who wants Bomp the Stomp? Nobody. Finally, Master Mold, a humanoid supercomputer. Whitney. Yes, Greg. Marvel Snap. Marvel Snap is absolutely correct. It's an enemy of the X-Men created by Dr. Bolivar Trask. You guys not only are evenly matched, you're like, you're very polite. It seems like you're giving each other a chance to go. Like you're doing this in turn, even though you all don't need to. I love it. But at the end of that round, <laughs> We're very you have, you're very supportive. You're very supportive players. And I think that's really important. You're giving each other a chance to shine. And I celebrate it. Uh, okay, at the end of that round, we've each got five points. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters after this. Hey there, beautiful people. I'm Jarrett Hill. And I'm Trayvill Anderson. And we want to know, have you ever had mixed feelings about the things that you love? Ooh, maybe about the things that you hate? 
then Fantai is the show for you. Fantai is the podcast for all those complex and complicado conversations about the gray areas in our lives. You might have conflicting feelings about Kamala Harris or mm-hmm. propaganda or mm-hmm. interracial friending. Mm-hmm. That's all right, because we do too. And we get into it every single Thursday. Catch this where the audio at MaximumFun.org. That's MaximumFun.org slash Fantai. That's F-A-N-T-I. Come get all this good good. Or this great great. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am Dave Holmes. I am your host. With us are Greg Warren and Maggie Lally. They are your contestants. And our next round is called All Right, All Right, All Right. All Right, All Right, All Right. That's my Matthew McConaughey. Do you, do, do, yes. do you sound good? Incredible. I, I thought I thought McConaughey was in yes. there. Same. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's fun to do. It's fun to do because I, re- I really think I've nailed it. I'm going to do it again. All right, all right, all right. Okay. So this month sees the release of the long, long-awaited film adaptation of Judy Bloom's 1970 coming-of-age novel, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Uh, okay, so in honor of that book and other pieces of art for and about adolescents and teenagers, we're going to play you a series of songs about teens. Now, the game is quite simple. We'll play you a series of clips. Each one sings about a specific age by number, but we have, of course, bleeped out that number, so you got to buzz in and tell us what the age is. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you still have a chance to win a point by telling us an embarrassing detail about yourself as an adolescent. <laughs> and I, have, by the way, Greg Warren, have been an adolescent in St. Louis, in suburban St. Louis in the 1980s. Oh. I know that it was a minefield for humiliation and embarrassment and shame, <laughs> deep Catholic shame, whether you're Catholic or not. The spirit imbues the city, whatever your faith tradition is. So I know that at least one, and certainly, my God, Harlem and Queens can get in loads of trouble in both of those places. I think think this will be, and it does seem as though you have written a musical about your teenage years. Humiliating event. (laughs) So I feel like, I feel like we're going to be in good shape here. I'm excited for the Uh, Okay. I I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. And of course, there is now a helicopter right (gasps) above my home. So we're going to wait for that to pass. Okay, so we're going to start off with an easy one. This is a song whose title was used for another film by the director of Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Let's hear it. Buzz in when you know the age. Marvel Snap, uh, Whitney. Oh, yes, Greg Warren. 17. 17. Edge. 17. Let's see, Edge of 17 by Stevie Nicks. Uh, okay, number two. This is a tricky one. She was a witch, by the way. Oh, I know. She too was a witch, I, yes. I, I sense <laughs> yeah, that. She was a I witch. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Witch I love from her. Shawls for days. Okay, number two. She was on. on. I loved her so. She well, it's. It, it's. Got, Whitney. Greg? I'm going to say 16, because you can't go lower. That's horribly inappropriate. I mean, I mean, even 16, honestly, is 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 questionable. It's dicey. But that was Just 16 by Sam Cooke. Okay. Good on you. Good on you. Wow. Good on you. Okay. Let us sally forth with number three. Uh, Nick, Nick. Yes, Nick. Maggie, Maggie. Uh, uh, 15? 15 is absolutely right. Yeah. That's 15 Taylor. by Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. Ooh, yes, of that, course, that, that was, was, that was close. Taylor's. That was close. That was Taylor's version. It was Taylor's yes, version. Yes, of course. Gonna, we're, not gonna, we're not going Scooter Braun version on this show. Hell no. <laughs> uh, okay, number four. Nick, Whitney. Nick. Mm, yeah, you got in there by a nose. Maggie. Uh, I'm going to say 18. Oh, no. 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 Greg? Oh, uh, I'm going to say 17. 17 is correct. You get a point. But, Maggie, you can also get a point. You can also get a point 
for telling us a humiliating story from your adolescence. Oh, man. Where do you start, huh? Humiliating story from adolescence. Okay. Um, well, my show is about when, when I was a teen witch and uh, I, it was kind of like culty and we we pretended that we were dating all of the different Harry Potter characters. So I thought I was like dating Rupert Grant. And that was humiliating. It needs more context, obviously, but... Well, I mean, but that's just a teaser to see the show. Exactly, like exactly. Trying to incorporate, trying to pepper it in, you know? I like it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, okay, yes, point to you. Uh, let us move on to our next one, number five. Can I wear your t-shirt and sleep on you while I dream of all the good times? How old were we, Just? Man, I don't know. I'm going to... Uh, Greg, take a swing. They're sleeping on t-shirts? I'm like, what age is that? Or what was it? Oh, well, that's... Yeah, that's that's 15. Yeah, that's when you sleep on t-shirts. Yeah? Nick? Greg, I'm afraid. Mm. Greg, I'm afraid it's not. It's not. It's not at all 15. Well, um, I don't know. Hold on. What? It, are these V-neck t-shirts or crew neck t-shirts? <laughs> I mean, you're like, going to have to take it up with Ellie Golding. Um, do you want to take a swing? Oh, um... Okay, I'm going to get... Could I hear it again, or is it only one shot? Why not? Yeah. Oh, come on! <laughs> Can I wear your t-shirt and sleep on you while I dream of all the good times? Um, I feel like it's like... 23 or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. No. But Greg, since you were the first to guess, you may win a bonus point for telling me a 1980s suburban St. Louis story of Um, teenage shame. I was a witch. No. uh, (laughs) Here's so I'm trying to think of something. You know, when you go kayaking, you, you ever seen those like kayaks on TV when they flip underneath the... They, they go all the way underneath the water and come right back up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Making you think that well, anyone can do that. Well, I just, I thought that's what kayaking was. Mm. Like that's all that when they say kayaking, I thought that's the only kind of kayaking there is when you flip underneath the water and come up. And my friend, when I was a kid was like, you want to go kayaking? And I was like, no, no way, man. I, I don't know how to go underneath the water and, and come back up. That's the whole story. So I, yeah, it's not a great, it's, it's stupid. Okay. I was stupid. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't say it had to be a good story. I just said. Nah, hey story. man, you know, not everybody was a witch. I can't, I can't <laughs> compete with that. But you get a point anyway, because I can see the Merrimack River float trip vibes happening. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, number six. And they'd all be so disappointed, because who am I if not exploited? And I'm so sick of Where's my fucking teenage dream? Uh, well, I mean, I mean Nick, with that kind of language. Yes, Maggie. Um. Okay, if it's going to run... Okay, I'm so sick of my teenage dream. I bet it's probably 17. I'm going to guess 17. God, what a great instinct. That was Olivia Rodrigo from the song Brutal. I'm so sick of 17. Where's my fucking teenage dream? Well, I can't yeah, believe I, I also Greg. don't know that. I can't believe I don't know Olivia mm-hmm. Rodrigo. Wow. I, I don't think it's 17. You should be using that kind of language. It's yeah, just, well, she was older than 17 by she, the time of that record came yeah. out. And she's I, like I appreciate, she is, yeah, she's like 18. She could be as old as 19. Yeah. And, and Greg, I, 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 I appreciate your like suburban soccer dad, vest whistle orange kind of wholesome take on the whole thing. I really, I like, I like the way you took that. I just, I mean, I knew the answer, but I just wasn't going to, I wasn't going to support it. I wasn't going to say, come out and say it's okay for young girls to be out swearing like that. It's 17. She's inappropriate. She's a bad influence. I don't care for it, guys. Missy, hey, Missy, watch your mouth. We're at the pasta house. <laughs> this is a nice place. <laughs> We're going deep. We're going deep with the St. Louis references. Number seven. I mean, he's, he's hitting them all. He's, Thank you. He's, wow. If St. Louis people are listening, he's hitting oh, yeah, every no. one of them. We're, yeah. we're killing he's it. He's landing every one of them. <laughs> we're killing it in St. Louis right now. Uh, number seven. Well, I remember it all very well. Looking back, it was the summer I turned. We lived in a one-room run-down shack on the outskirts of New Orleans. Fancy. Oh, uh, oh, yep. Greg, 
I'm going to say Whitney and I'm going to say 16. Oh, no. Incorrect. We will be coming no! back to you for another embarrassing story. Uh, but if you think you can steal it, Maggie. Oh, oh uh, okay. The summer I turned, it's a country person. It's a country woman turning an age. Um, fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. Okay, right. One of the more famous country persons. I see. Yeah, I don't know a lot of country music. I'm going to say. I'll give you a context on this one. I know you're my competitor. I'm going to try and help you out here. <laughs> Basically, okay, her mom was, her mom was telling her how to go out and uh, sort of be a teenage prostitute. I'm going to say. I'm going to say it's uh, 13. Oh my God! That what a no, dark. Not, what a dark I just said teenage prostitute. You can't fancy. start that until you're like six or sixteen or seventeen. You I know? mean, I don't. I don't know what's going on in these in these country women's lives. That's elitist. That's coastal elitist <laughs> That's, right I, there. I, I am. Uh, yep. Sue me. If, I'm gonna. If it's not thirteen, then it's it's fifteen. Well, I mean, you can't do. You, you can't just. <laughs> You can't Please. Tommy gun your guesses across the, the age range. You gotta do one. I already lost and, the round. I just want to yeah, know. Yeah, you did. I and both of those know. guesses were wrong. It was 18. What was it? It was 18. 18. Fancy was turned yeah. out Okay, so, 18. yeah. Okay. So, Greg, for a bonus point, take us back I don't to the have 1980s anything. in St. Louis. I, I, I'll tell you a story. I mean, I was like 18. Is that okay? Yeah. Or 19? That's a teenager. Okay, maybe. I When I was in college, I wrestled... Uh, and, uh, we wrestled against Northern Iowa mm -hmm. and, uh, I had a horrible match. I just, I cut my weight wrong and I was uh, on the bottom and I just couldn't get up. I just couldn't get up. And the referee was making fun of me. He's like, are you okay down there, son? And there was a big crowd and they were laughing like louder than a Def Jam audience. They were just going crazy. And my coach <laughs> never let me forget that every time I had, Anything go wrong, Warren, that reminds me of when you laid down at Northern Iowa. You're an embarrassment, Warren. I mean, I could have like a good Warren. You did good today. You got after it. Bunner, you sucked. You remind me of when Warren laid down at Northern Iowa. Oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah, it's, yeah, can, it, that yeah. is humiliating. It was really humiliating. It was awful. It's, it was oh, really no. bad. It's humiliating. Yeah. I don't like that one bit. Yeah. I don't care for it. I don't care for it. But you do get a point for it. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah. My God. And I love that coach. I love yeah, that. Yeah, he's actually a pretty he's, pretty awesome guy now. He seems now. pretty he's... iconic, actually. <laughs> kind of um, cool. That and he he sounds he sounds like my oldest brother who when my oldest brother leaves me a voicemail, this is how it starts. This message is for Dave Holmes. This is his brother Dan. Like who who do you think is answering my phone? Like you know me. I don't have a secretary. What do you think is happening? Not that much older. Like anyway. they may know each other. I don't know. Okay. Finally, number eight. Nick, 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 mm -hmm, Nick, mm -hmm. Nick, Nick, um, 17, obviously. 17 that, was, that was an easy one. Correct. It is. It is. And it's an opportunity it's kind of to play a, ABBA, which we will always oh, take an yes. opportunity. I watched Mamma Mia recently again. Didn't uh, one of the guys uh, die this week from ABBA? Yeah, like they're they're not one of the main four, but like they're, they're guitarists. The guitarists Aww. that played on the records and that they toured with. Yeah. I don't remember his name. I'm afraid. Uh, but he will, of course, uh, live on in this holographic show that they are doing, Alba Voyage. None of them will ever really die. Their essence will be contained in that show forever. Greg, what were you about to say? Uh, nothing important. To nothing. Just, I laid down at Northern Iowa. We all know about that. We all know about that. We all know about that. Well, listen, Greg, you are in the lead by one what? point after that oh, round. You got close. 10. Maggie, and by definition, by by extension, Nick Lachey have nine points. It is okay. anybody's game. It could it could be Whitney. It could be Nick Lachey. It, it it's it's really limited to those two people. Um, okay, but we'll be right back with more troubled waters after this. Since we reached our highest milestone during the Max Fun Drive, 
we are creating a Max Fun Foley library full of sound effects from your favorite hosts. The whole Max Fun community will be able to use it. So, what would you like it to feature? People high fiving? Walking through mud? Chicken clucking? Jazz kazoo? Head to maximumfun.org slash foley. That's maximumfun.org slash F O L E Y and submit your ideas. We're excited to make this silly thing together and even more excited to see what you all create with it. And thank you again for a great Max Fun Drive. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I'm your host, Dave Holmes. And with us are Greg Warren and Maggie Lally. It is now time for a game we are calling Are You There, God? It's Me, Florida Man. Uh, the Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret movie is coming out. Also a new Netflix show called Florida Man. Named, of course, after the internet sensation that is headlines about the criminal antics of men and only men uh, hailing from America's flaccid penis, Florida and only Florida, the state that would rather hide meth in a gator's mouth than give any respect <laughs> to a queer child or adult. We used to have a lot of fun with Florida Man on this show, and so to honor that old game of ours and that old pal, uh, and the aforementioned Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret movie, we are going to give our contestants a selected real-life Florida Man headline without any context to the story. Our players will then have to come up with a quick dramatic interpretation of that Florida Man as the teenage girl protagonist in a YA novel. So they could be writing in their diary about the story. They could be monologuing directly to the audience as they forlornly put things into a locker. They could be writing a confessional to God, God's self, like Margaret, Margaret's self. You'll each have a couple minutes to give me your dramatic piece. Greg, because you are in the lead, I'm going to have you go first. Your headline is this, and you must interpret this as the teenage female protagonist of a YA novel. Florida man claiming he's Mick Jagger arrested for picking fights with Naples diners. Your time starts now. Dear diary, I was in the diner with Steve, who I like, and and Margaret, who I don't like, but Steve likes. And we were, he was liking me more than Margaret. And then this guy came in and he he started dancing and singing. And I was like that, I think he's trying to be Michael Jackson, who my mom likes. And they said that it wasn't Michael Jack. It was, it was, it was Dick Jager or somebody. Um, and it, anyways, we all had to leave, and that was the time. That was my moment with, with that guy. You've still got time on the table. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> um, that's my entry for this week's diary. I will write back tomorrow. Oh my God, Greg Warren! Wow. Okay, listen. You gave us, you, you gave us a strong relationship at the top. You gave us, you know, Steve and and Margaret. Will they? Won't they? There was tension. Um, you, we, we know that this is someone who writes in a diary weekly, which is an odd choice for a teenager. But I, I went with it. Um, this is a person who ends their diary entries saying, "Well, that's my diary entry," which just kind of feels like work that maybe they wouldn't want to go to do. Uh, unless they were just trying to get to the end of a third page, like it was their morning pages, but that's daily. Um, <laughs> to be there honest, was bathroom I would end talk. A lot of I did that this morning like that, as a teenage yeah, girl. Probably. That was my diary well, entry. That's it. So. Goodbye. I Signing did that off. with my See morning pages time. this morning. Did you really? <laughs> yes, I, I did. I, I was like oh two or God. two and a half, and I was like, "Come on, man, just start." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when it yeah, gets good. That's it when you pathetic. get to the good stuff, Greg yes. Warren. That's when you get to the good stuff. But <laughs> no, honestly, there was the, no uh, good stuff. Well, but the, you know, but see, that's <laughs> what it's for. Okay, uh, what I loved more than anything was that it was imbued with a classic rock uh, kind of an attitude um, that can only come from someone uh, in the same city as KC95. So six yeah. points. Six points for that one. Sweet. Okay, meat. Maggie Lally, back okay. to you. Uh, you have two minutes to as... A teenage girl in a YA novel. And by the way, 
feel free to draw on your own experience. This could oh, be okay. This could be a uh, uh, an occult YA novel. This you never know. Any kind of YA novel that you wanna that you wanna do. Okay. Uh, two minutes. Your headline: Florida man slaps woman with slice of pizza during argument. Oh Dexter's. my gosh. Dear Diary. <laughs> it's a musical. Oh, I love it. I love Today it. is a, mu- a musical YA novel. Cool. Man. Uh, in Florida, my favorite state. I've never, never been. <laughs> Everyone tells me not to go there. Oops. I went all alone <laughs> as a 13 year old. Diary. <laughs> I was hungry, so I needed some za. I go to a pizza place and I'm hungry, hungry, hungry. (laughs) I see a man who's sexy. I say, hey, mister, will you be my boyfriend? Everyone told me that Florida's where you get the best boyfriends. Then this guy says, You're actually not a 13-year-old girl. (laughs) You're actually an adult woman. Yeah. And I'm an adult man, so this isn't creepy. (laughs) And guess what? I'm a Florida warlock. And if you want to go to an alternate dimension with me and be my wife in an alternate, (laughs) creepy, Florida, sexy dimension like you've always wanted, because you're a little girl and you want a boyfriend, then you have to slap me. Slap me with that piece of pizza. Slap me with that piece of pizza. And we'll go to heaven together, you and me. So anyway, then diary. This is so crazy. But now I'm married to a Florida man that I met at a pizza shop because I went to Florida in search of a boyfriend and he turned out to be a crazy warlock. And now I'm in a two-person cult. This like really hot guy that I met at a pizza store. And once I slapped him, like we were able to go to be in salvation together so like i won't be writing anymore and that's my diary entry <laughs> whoa whoa yeah. wow that was weird. tonally really tonally all over the place i'm not gonna lie to you. really was uh was i mean that, guys? you know it was it was a musical book which we don't see enough of honestly uh, it was honestly. yeah it was free form it, i mean you know <laughs> i did i will have to dock you a couple of points because we are going to have to add a content warning at the beginning of this episode and that takes work um, so yeah, so you lose a couple points for that, but overall, um, that was a 67 point, uh, two minute song diary. Um, so Thank let me you. just see. Okay. That gives you 76 points. Greg, you have 16. Maggie, <laughs> a, a decisive victory. Congratulations. Oh my gosh. Thank yes. You. I knew you did I was it. You did it. Even you though you that. are not from St. Louis, Missouri, you pulled it I know. Out. I know. And, and that was, I, I was moved, man. I would have I would have started singing along had I not read that story about those people on the bodyguard musical. I, I, I would have started singing along. Yes. Yeah, well, you're minding your P's and Q's now, now that you know. Yeah. Oh, by no, the way, I also love, um, I, I love that you said two-person cult, Maggie, because isn't that yes. what every relationship is when you get down to it? Well, yes, and that's also what, what my show is about. Guys, I'm just trying to secretly talk about the show in every game. But so, there yeah, that's why I had to pepper I it in again. You know, mm-hmm. very smart, very smart. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I'm glad you uh, mentioned that because it is time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to write the karmic scales, tell us about something someone else made that you want the world to know about, Maggie, since oh. you have already begun tuning your own horn. Let's start with you. <laughs> okay. So if you like cults and you like witches and you like comedy and you like music, then you should come see my show. Sex Witch the Musical, which I've done mm-hmm. in Edinburgh Fringe. I've, I've toured it around the U.S. And um, you guys should come see it at Soho Playhouse if, in New York, if you're in New York City. Uh, I'll give you a special promo code if you follow me on Instagram. And on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, I'm Mags Lals, M-A-G-S-L-A-L-S. So the show starts April 19th, runs till May 6th, so please come. And uh, you'll love it. Something else that I would love someone to see... I, I'm a big fan of, um, if you like musical comedy, I really like this guy called, uh, oh man, now I'm like ruining this. I forget oh, what his no. name is. Come back to me. Oh, Can you Jesus. come back to me and I'll have a good one? I'll have a good one. Sure. Sure, okay. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. The, uh, we'll get the name of this memorable musical <clears throat> comic. Uh, Greg Warren, about you. 
Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, I have a, a comedy special that is coming out on April 21st. It's called The Salesman. Uh, it talks about um, before I became a comedian, I sold Jif peanut butter and Pringles and uh, Sunny Delight and Duncan Hines. And uh, it focuses a lot on, on, the, on that time in my life. Uh, and it's, it's going to be on uh, Nate Bargatze's YouTube channel, which is called Nate Land. Great. And I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I love that guy. Yeah, he's really funny, and he's a good director. He directed it, and uh, I was uh, yeah. So well yeah, April twenty first. Pretty excited about that. Um, you know what? Uh, my buddy Mike Vecchione from New York is a really really funny comic, and uh, his special is out right now on the same channel. Uh, it's called The Attractives, and it's. Um, it's a really, really good hour of comedy. You could you could go watch it right now. It's really, really good. Love it. Thank you. All right. Did you come up with it, Maggie? I did. I switched mine. But I want oh. to support uh, my friend Gabe Malika has a great oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like Gabe. Who's yeah. also, it's so much fun. Yeah, it's really great. Um his show's uh solo, a show about friendship, is also at Soho Playhouse. And um he's a friend, he's a fellow comic, he's really great. So if you're in New York, go see that show too. It's awesome. I, you know, I did see that show when I was in New York last, oh, and um, and we took a picture afterwards. And I'm, uh, I, I have the most miserable look on my face in the picture. Oh, no. I don't know why. I'm I don't know if there's light in my that. eyes or something. Um, but yeah, it was like I look like I just got out of hell, and I didn't. I really enjoyed the show. I felt so bad. Though. It's a great show. It was, yeah, it is. It's, it's a really fun show. Yeah, it's a really fun so. show. Um, and you know, well, you know, sorry, musical comic guy who we never, yeah, that guy is going to live. He's already doing well. He's already famous. It doesn't need me. doesn't need me. Is it Bo Uh, Burnham? Who who are we talking? Is it Mateo? It's Bo. No, no, no. It was, um, what's going on? It's Chris, Chris Fleming. Uh, Do you know Chris Fleming? I love him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, He's very funny. I just, he just comes to mind all the time, but, um, he doesn't need my plug, but Gabe is also amazing and that's playing now. So you should see Yes, that's it. That's it. All right. Maggie Lally, Greg Warren, thank you for playing Troubled Waters. You there with the headphones, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters. You have been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Greg Warren make a noise. Hey! Maggie Lally. Oh! There you go. What? Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts, and our producers are Christian Duenas. Wee wee! And Laura Swisher! And we all love you. Bye. Whoa! MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.